Hey everybody, I am so excited to introduce to you our special guest today. Her name is Nikki Odin. She is a lawyer and a mom coach who teaches working moms how to battle burnout, own their days, and lose the mom guilt. She has made so many accomplishments. She's the founder of Your Ideal Mom Life, host of Love Your Mom Life podcast, which I highly recommend, and an author of But Definitely Wear Mascara, Hacks to Help You Love Your Mom Life and Yourself a Little Bit More, which you can find on Amazon. I actually just got a copy of it. I haven't read it yet, but I'm so excited to dive in. So let's head on over to today's interview, and I'll see you in there. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Unstoppable Mamas. I am so excited that you're here listening in today. And today I have a very special guest. I would love to introduce you to Nikki Odin. Nikki, say hi. Hi. (laughs) Nikki, can you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do and all that fun jazz? I am a lawyer and a mom coach and I help working moms battle burnout, own their days and lose the mom guilt. Yes. Mom guilt. I feel like we all have that sometimes. (laughs) We all choose it sometimes. There you go. There you go. Mom guilt is a choice. Yep. Yeah, that's so true. So tell me a little bit about what are you working on right now? Like what's going on with you? So I founded a company called Your Ideal Mom Life, you know, like an online business. I never knew that was a thing. I know. Crazy. We can all do it. I founded it in 2018, not exactly knowing what I wanted to do, except that I wanted to help other moms get out of their mom ruts or get off the hot mess express, as I like to call it, because that's where I had spent so much of my time as a new mom. Before I became a mom, I was practicing commercial litigation for a really large international law firm, which is like a fancy way of saying that I got paid a lot of money to go to court and fight about contracts all day long, basically. And it was a good gig in the sense that I was compensated really well. And I, I definitely felt kind of like fancy and important going to court and Mm. wearing pencil skirts and heels and talking to judges, but I didn't love it. I mean, it was definitely a grind. It was not something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So when I became pregnant with my first child, my, I looked at my husband and I said, I don't want to do this forever. And he was like, all right, so quit and I'll take care of us. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, like, oh, I didn't I think that, that. Was, that was an option. <laughs> and I know, I know I'm very blessed to have been in that position. So I, I did, I took my maternity leave. I came back to the law firm and gave my two weeks notice. I was like, peace out, big law. Yeah. And I just thought I would be an awesome stay-at-home mom. I'm like, I'm a really good lawyer. I've been a good student. I'll just be a really great stay-at-home mom. How hard can it be? Yep. Last words. Yep. Oh my gosh. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. And then right when my daughter was nine months old and I started to kind of feel like I was getting into the swing of it, I found out I was pregnant with my son. Oh gosh. <laughs> I know. I always say, I don't know who needs to hear this, but nursing is not birth control. So you, you do with that information what you need to. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I mean, I can't imagine it any other way now. Right. They're 17 months apart. They're best friends are also mortal enemies, but that's, you know, par for the course. And yeah, like once I had two under two, I really lost myself in motherhood. Like I was 
not even sure who I was anymore. I didn't know what I wanted, what I liked. And I felt really, really guilty and bad about it. Like I was unhappy and I felt like my husband was out there busting it, you know, to, to make a living for us. And so I could be home. And I was like, but I don't like it. And I, so I didn't know how I was going to break that to him. But I did. I I told him, I'm like, I need something that's mine outside of being mommy and wife. I want to have this impact on the world, but I don't want to forsake my family. I don't want to give up being the mom I want to be. So where does that leave me? And um, I settled on a home-based business. So like you, I had a foray in direct sales and I was actually really successful doing that. And it was through that process of coaching other members of my team who were a lot of them were moms that I realized I really love coaching moms and I would love to be able to to help moms outside of this company that I'm associated with and like maybe I can start my own company I mean I had been through all the things having a Mm -hmm. home-based business and kids at home I knew exactly what it was like to live in survival mode and to have laundry and dishes piled up everywhere and to eat in my car while I was driving. Like I knew what it was like to not have it together, to completely be a hot mess. (laughs) And I had eventually figured out how to get off the hot mess express. And that's what I was coaching my team through. And I was like, this needs to be something that any mom can access. And so that's where your ideal mom life came from and my blog. And then eventually my podcast, love your mom life. And now I wrote a book. I know. I'm so excited to read it. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's definitely a really easy read. It's the chapters are short. None of them build on each other. So if you open it up to the middle of the book and just started reading, you would be able to to get just as much much out of it as if you were reading it from chapter one to chapter 40. Right, right. And I think but that's, that's, that's I good. Today. I was going to say yeah. that's actually a good thing for our crazy lives where you only have course, like, yeah. you know, 10, maybe 15 minutes to like, uh-huh. you know, jump in and dive into a good book. So that was on purpose. I there did it on purpose. Is. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And I love your story, how, you know, you, you started off in the corporate world and you found yourself like just not connected there anymore. And you kind of like lost that spark. And I, I feel like you and I have a lot in common when it comes to Mm -hmm. that, because, you know, I feel like at the end of the day, kids do change you and they can change you for the better, like in so many ways, because, they're, they're shifting how you kind of show up and everything. And, and I love how you're like, I don't even know what I want to do. I just know that I don't want to do this. And Mm -hmm. you kind of stepping in and starting like, what do you, you're in a direct marketing business too, Mm -hmm. and like kind of shifted. So, so common. And I think you're right. Like there's so many women out there who are in the same situation where they're, you know, they have a crazy lifestyle, they're working full time and they have a lot going on and then they add kids to it, which just adds another layer and right. And then, oh yeah, by the way, we have to cook, we have to clean, we have to do laundry, we have to do all the other, you know, adult things that we're supposed to be doing. And you can lose your SHIT very, very quickly. A hundred percent. It's very, very easy. There are a million opportunities for you to lose it when you're trying to do all the things. And so I talk about that a lot with the moms I coach and the, and the content I create and about how we prioritize the way we spend our time, because some things are just not that important. Like some things need to be done, but they don't need to be done by you. Like we talk about outsourcing a lot. We talk about 
what to what what deserves a spot on your calendar and what doesn't and yeah. that not everything matters equally and we have to stop acting like it does because when we act like everything matters equally we end up in survival mode on the hot mess express one dropped ball away from losing our SHIT. Yep. A hundred percent. So that's a good question. Like, you know, to the listeners who are, maybe they're on that train right now and they're in that mm-hmm. hot mess and you know, what, you know, like how would, or what advice would you give them to kind of get off that train and kind of slow down a little bit so they could really prioritize and like, look at the big picture and, you know, kind of focus in on some of the priorities versus what we think that we need to do. Yeah. So number one is you have to start with yourself. Mm. So you have to be taking care of you and everyone talks about this and, and everyone get plays, pays at lip service, but I don't know if we fully understand, like you have to put yourself first, not your kids, not your husband, not your dog. You, you have to be first because your kids, your husband, and your dog deserve the best version of you. Mm, so give it true. to them. Give it to them. You, you can't show up for them. You can't be the best mom you want to be, the best wife, the best doggy mom, mm-hmm. the best business owner, or the best team leader if you're not taking care of yourself. That is not sustainable, and it's never, ever going to end well. You have to make that time for yourself. And like rolling your eyes and telling yourself a a lie about how you don't have time to put yourself first is not serving you. Yeah. So just get over it and do it. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. It's BS. Sorry. Just putting it out there. (laughs) It is. I mean, it doesn't have to be hours. It can, it could be 20 minutes. It could be like taking a walk or even like reading, you know, some trashy novel because it helps you escape or having a cup of coffee by yourself in the morning, whatever it is. I mean, yeah. everybody's, it's going to look different for everybody. It's not a bubble bath for everybody. That's okay. Yeah. You know, for me, it's hitting tennis balls. I, I just, we all have our thing, but we have to give it to ourselves. No one can give it to us. We've got to give it to ourselves. We got to take it. So that's number one, promote yourself to the top of your list and start giving yourself that attention. So then after that, yeah, we got to prioritize and we have to look at the things in our lives the best way I've heard this explained is through the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papazian. And they talk about the different areas of your lives as being balls, like a metaphor, you know? Mm-hmm. And so your business is a ball. If you still have a, a nine to five day job, that's another ball. Your marriage is a ball. Your relationship with your kids, that's another ball. Your spirituality is one. Your health is one. And then, you know, your important relationships is another. And the key with prioritizing is understanding which balls are made of rubber and which are made of glass. And if you have to drop a ball, you always drop the one that will bounce. And in my opinion and experience, work and business are rubber balls always. And that's hard for us to, especially those of us who are really type A and really driven to wrap our minds around because a lot of times we take our worth from our performance. We take our worth from how well we're doing in business, but there is not only one way to make money. Money is not finite. There can be any number of jobs, careers, businesses you have in your lifetime, but how many bodies do you have? Very, very just the one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to tell any mom listening that there is absolutely no replacing your children. So you have to remember when push comes to shove, what's more important and make decisions that are in alignment with protecting the glass balls. Because if you drop a glass ball, 
it's probably going to shatter. And yeah, you could glue it back together again, but it's never going to be the same. So I always look at everything with that lens, but then I keep in mind that within each glass ball, there are rubber balls and within each rubber ball, there might be glass balls. So for example, if I don't want to get fired, I have to treat some deadlines as glass balls. Meanwhile, within my relationship with my husband or with my children, cooking dinner every night is a rubber ball. Like I don't need to do that every night (laughs) to to maintain our, our relationship and our bond. So remembering things that way really, really helps when it comes to prioritizing. And then we're not treating everything like it matters the same because it doesn't. Right. Yeah. No, I love that because like even like the way that I inside my program that I teach is that there's really three different categories. There's the you, the category of you, there's the family, and then there's the business. And you mm-hmm. always come first. And and mm-hmm. I think sometimes like like you were saying, like self-care is not just taking a bubble bath and getting your nails right. done. It's also a lot of that like mental help that you sometimes just need. And, and I think sometimes we feel guilty that I'm like, I need help. Like, and I should be the strong one. I should be the, like, I'm the parent, I'm the mom. Like I should be, you know, have everything together and be perfect where sometimes like just becoming like more aware of who you are and what you need is self-care and being able to like admit that is self-care. It's not showing weakness. If anything, it's showing strength that you're able to like point out that you need help. And I think that's okay. Right. Totally. Okay. Yeah. And I totally agree with you. And even going back to like prioritizing and, you know, like, especially when it comes to your present moment. And I talk about this a lot and you could probably relate is you only have this minute, like this second, like right now, right? So if you are doing something in this minute, why is your brain focused on something else? Like, why are you thinking about all the things that you need to do that are your to-do list or like everything else? If you're like overthinking and you're overwhelmed, it's your brain that's creating that thought process. Yes. So yes. it's more about like focusing on the glass balls, like you say, and which I love that analogy, like the glass balls, but like also like being able to protect that glass ball at that moment, because if you, if you're focusing on the rubber balls, like you might drop it, mm-hmm. like, I guess, right. Totally. And I, I think the easiest way to focus on the present moment is to get into your senses. And that's something mm-hmm. that I've learned in my years of self-development and, and self-discovery. And I had a trainer teach me that like getting into your senses of sight, sound and touch. And that is available to you all the time. It's free. You can do it in a meeting. You can do it while you're waiting for an appointment. You can do it anytime you need to. And it is so powerful because everything that's happening inside your brain isn't real. It either already happened or it might never, ever happen. Yeah. So why are you spending time on something that already happened that you can't change unless you yep. have a time machine and yep. I'd love to meet you if you do, <laughs> or that might never, ever happen. I'm like, sometimes my daughter really worries and then it works out. And I, I, I ask her, I look at her eyeballs and I say, are you so glad you spent all that time upset and crying and worrying? And she's like, no, mm-hmm. like, right. I, I remind her, let's focus. Focus on what's actually happening. What you're talking about right now hasn't happened yet. 
and you can't control if it's going to happen. And by the way, it's probably not going to happen. So let's just focus on what's real, which is this moment right now. Yeah, no, that is, that's so powerful. That is so powerful. And I think that's also where it comes, boils down to some of my clients that are like wanting to start a business or, you know, wanting to get involved in the entrepreneurship or even join like a MLM or something like that. They're thinking mm-hmm. about all the things that haven't even happened right. yet. Right. And there's all this fear factor that comes into play. It's like, well, what if I don't have time? What if somebody says no? What if like, you know, I look stupid? Like what if, what if, what ifs, right? And so well, what if you're awesome? What if they say right? yes? What if it works out? Amazing, right? So if we're so focused on what didn't happen, we can't mm-hmm. go after the things that we want. Right. We can't even create them. Yeah. So how did you like, so when you were going through your hot mess train (laughs) and you're like, something needs to change, like, how did you get started? Like how I know, like you, like, what was your motivation to be like, okay, let's start this business and do this. So it started for me after a particularly crippling series of mom fails where I realized these things happened because I didn't have a system and I didn't have a way to keep myself on task. I wasn't focusing on what was most important. And there, therefore all of these things happen, all these, you know, like things slip through the cracks there. I shared the other day that the, the one of these mom fails that happened around this time that really sticks with me is that my daughter was in kindergarten and I went to pick her up from school and she was like, you know, mommy, it was picture day today, but you didn't send me with any money. So they didn't take my picture. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I'm looking around. I'm like, yeah, y'all look really cute. These other kids are really done up today. And I just, you know, I just forgot. And yeah, it seems like a small thing, but when that kind of stuff is happening in succession over and over again, that's what makes you feel like you're a mess. That's what makes you feel like you are failing at everything. Because you're not going to forget to pick your kids up from school. You're not going to forget to feed them. It's not the big things you're going to forget. Yeah. It's those little things. And so I, and that for me, like felt like a glass ball moment where I had let her down and because I was worried or focused on something that probably wasn't as important. So I had to, I realized that I needed to make a decision. And I needed to be intentional about how I was living my life versus letting it live me. And that's really where I started, where I was like, you know, like hitting rock bottom, I guess, where I was like, I do not want to feel this way anymore. And so what do I need to do to ensure that I don't? And it took a lot of what I now call trial and improvement, a lot of mistakes, a lot of falling on my face, a lot of, oh, well, that didn't work. So let's try this instead. And eventually I figured out a sort of system that has kind of you've been universally adaptable to other moms who are working. Love that. And I think sometimes too, like you said, that fit like that failing and re, you know, and learning from your fails and then tweaking it and adjusting is, is really kind of what we instill in our children too. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, sometimes yeah. it's so easy to say something like just, you know, this is what you do, honey. Like, and like teach it, but then it's hard to kind of ref- like to do your own teaching, like be your own student. Yeah. Right. Like but you got to be first. And, and I love that you intentionally decided 
Yeah. And I think that's really the key factor to any success, whether you're starting a business or you're just looking for, you know, to improve your, your life, improve your, you know, your marriage, improve your, you know, your mother, your parenting, whatever it is, you have to intentionally decide first. And decision-making is one of those things where, we have control over everything that we have in our lives. We've decided to buy this pencil. Like I decided to buy this house. I decided like you make these decisions all the time and whether it be big decisions or little decisions, those decisions impact who you are. So instead of just, you know, letting your day go and letting life just happen, you get to decide on how you want to show up and who you want to be. And I love that. So, I mean, I know like right now, like a lot of your focus is helping those moms that might be going down the the crazy chain <laughs> about mm-hmm. to lose their SHIT. And I spell that just in case you're listening to this in the car with your kids. <laughs> um, what would you like, what advice would you give to somebody who's literally mom monster is about to come out? Um, like, what would you say to somebody who just is in that moment. Okay. So first remember that the stuff happening in your brain isn't real. Cause mm-hmm. the reason you feel that way is because you are completely overwhelmed. Like one more thing and you're going to snap. So remember that all of that isn't real, right? Like focus on what's actually happening. You're safe. Your kids are safe. Everyone's fed, you know, our, our basic needs are being met. Mm-hmm. Everything is okay. And then I, I really think you need to take a good 15, 20 minutes, maybe you sit your kids in front of the TV with a DVD on repeat with a bag of marshmallows, if that's what you need to get the 15 minutes, right? (laughs) Yep. Yep. And you do a complete mental dump. Like I like to put pen to paper. Maybe other people like to type it out, but dump out all that stuff that's swimming in your head. Everything, every, every, everything. Like doesn't matter if it's big or small. It doesn't matter if you think you're ever going to have time to do it. It doesn't matter if it's been on your mind for two years. If it's on your mind, it deserves to be written down and just get it all out. Like I write down the most minuscule innocuous things like respond to this email or buy more red pens. Like the things like when I'm driving or washing my hair that come into my brain And then they start to collect there. And then I start, if I don't get them out somewhere, they really just completely eat away at me. And then I write down the big things too, like figure out how I'm going to get this book published, which I already figured that out. Um, (laughs) Or like, you know, I I do a lot of contributing to to media outlets. So like pitch parents magazine, this idea, like I write down the big things and the little things, but I write it all down. And then I go back and I prioritize keeping in mind my glass balls and my rubber balls and all the A items are things I must do. So I read an A next to it and self-care counts as a must do. So like one of the yeah. things on there is like, get your nasty talon toenails done. That, that's <laughs> yep. an A, right? Yep. Yep. That, that is going on the calendar ASAP. first. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, B items are things that I feel like I should do, but if I don't do them, I'm not breaking a glass ball. And then C items are things that I would merely like to do. And then all those little nitpicky things, 
maybe if they don't fall into one of those categories, I can create a system or set up a like a calendar entry or a reminder on my phone or figure out a way to outsource it or figure out how somebody else can do that for me so that it still gets done. Like, for example, if we're out of, I don't know, almond butter, like maybe in that moment, then I just go into my Whole Foods app and I figure out, I put everything in my cart to figure out a time for it to be delivered. Like I'm a big believer in having groceries delivered because that's one of those things that, yes, it costs me a little more money, but I should, I don't need to be doing that. Like if I don't do it and someone else does it, everyone else in my house yeah. is still as happy. Yeah, Nobody's yep. upset about that. Right. And the $10 delivery fee, like I can be using that time to be making money. Yeah. That I or been- it probably would have cost you just as much because gas is so expensive right now to drive down to the delivery. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but like doing the mental dump, I have gotten so much feedback from moms, like just doing that, even if they didn't prioritize after that, even if they didn't calendar it after that, just doing that made them feel so much better. I think because once you do it, you're like, oh, it's really not that bad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, that's a, um, that's so true. Cause that's very, something very similar to what I teach as well is the brain dump. And then I use the 4d process, the, delete what can you take off the list altogether right mm-hmm. what can you do to, to defer for next week and then what can you um delegate and then yes. it, and then it comes down to your dues like and those are the things and then you realize too it's like oh wait a minute I actually didn't have as much as I thought I needed to do right yeah. but yeah put in pe- pen to paper pencil to paper whatever is so helpful so helpful it's super power it's very effective yeah. And I think to us women too, like we try to keep everything in our brains and I used to have such a good memory and now I can't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I do. Uh, so let me ask you, um, you know, for all of our listeners out there right now who are, you know, considering or debating whether they want to have a business and, you know, even just it might not necessarily be an online business or starting their own business, but something that they, they feel like they want to get out of where they are and into something else. Like what is the first step? Like, what is that like advice that you would give to somebody right now? So the first step is just to decide where you want to be. Right. Mm -hmm. I tell women all the time that it's kind of like the Alice in Wonderland analogy or the conversation with the Cheshire cat who, where she says, which way should I go? And he's like, well, where do you want to go? She's like, I don't know. And he's like, then it doesn't matter which way you go. It's the same thing with our lives and our time. If we don't know what we want, then it really doesn't matter how we spend our time. Mm -hmm. Why does it matter if you don't know what you want? So I think that's number one is deciding like, where do I want to be? What do I want this to look like? So when I started my home-based business, I knew that I wanted to have that sense of accomplishment, to have a feeling that I was contributing financially And I wanted time to be with my kids at night and cook them, you know, meals and be able to pick them up from school. And so I, that I knew I wanted those things. So then it was a matter of how do I find something that's going to allow me to have those things? And what would I enjoy doing? So maybe the next step for you is just doing some research Yeah, and figuring out, you know, what, what would align with your core values and what you want that to look like. And then when you, once you make that decision, you just need to take the first step. Yeah. That's all you have to do. I mean, take the first step. 
it, you don't need to know what steps two, three or four look like. You definitely don't need to know what step two looks like. I mean, yeah. it feels like you do, but you do not just take the first step. And the second step always reveals itself. And that, that every step you take is going to give you more information, even if one of those steps is a quote unquote mistake. A mistake is just information. It's just like, okay, that isn't what I was supposed to do. But now I know exactly what I am supposed to do, which I didn't know before I made the mistake. So I just, I always encourage people just to take it one step at a time and just take that first step and keep going. That's, that's the only way you're going to get there is to keep going. Yeah, no, I love that. And not thinking that things need to be perfect too, right? Like just, just, just do it. Take messy action and just do it. <laughs> I love that messy action and perfect action yep. done is better than perfect. Yeah. It's, it's, it's never going to be perfect. And no. If you wait until it is, you're going to be waiting forever and you are going to be missing out on experiences that you would have been able to give yourself if you had been willing to make the mistake, if you had been willing to allow it to happen imperfectly. Yes, absolutely. You're robbing yourself. Absolutely. And it's so true. It's so true. Um, I have one more question for you before I let you go. Um, what does success with balance mean to you? So I like the word harmony better than balance, because for okay. me as a lawyer, I think of like the scales of justice and like it's oh, it's yes. perfectly balanced. And I, I don't know that anything in life really is, but I do know that harmony is achievable. And so for me, success looks like I'm a happy wife, like my husband's happy. My kids and I have a great bond. They know they can count on me. They trust me they listen to me and I'm making a mark on the world and I'm helping other moms step into their greatness. Like I'm because of something I said, or because of some example I set, another mom is starting a podcast or another mom is writing a book or another mom is going for the promotion or running for office or becoming the PTA president. That to me is success. Oh my God. I love that. I literally just got goosebumps. Look at goosebumps. <laughs> no, but that was so inspiring. And, um, and it's true. I just, I feel like whatever you are meant to be is out there and you just need to go after it. So I love that. So Nikki, tell us a little bit about how we could find you, how we could connect with you and all that fun stuff. I am on Instagram a lot. So I would love if you would give me a follow at Nikki Odin, N-I-K-K-I-O-D-E-N. And I do manage that account personally. So I see all the DMs and I see all the comments and that is me writing back. So I would love <laughs> to connect that way. I would love it if you could follow the podcast. It's Your Ideal Mom Life on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google. And of course, you can always visit the website at youridealmomlife.com. Awesome. And I'll make sure that all this information is in the show notes for you ladies out there. So if you want to hang out with Nikki, please do so. Um, her podcast is amazing and I'm so excited to read her book and she truly is an inspiration to all amazing moms out there. So thank you, Nikki, so much for being thank a part you. of this. And um, I will see you all or hear you all, all you ladies later this week. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Bye.
If you enjoyed today's podcast, you have to come check out my group coaching program, the Unstoppable Growth Academy, where we take this work to the next level and apply these strategies and tools so you can start to create that unstoppable mindset, which will turn into unbelievable growth and success. Just head over to melissamargress.com forward slash unstoppable growth all one word and join this amazing community. I cannot wait to meet you.